This is your ally. You merely adopted the dark. Ruffy ball! That's it. That's it. Good guy. <laughs> Should have did more. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that shit. I had to watch it after watch it Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Uh, so we just trying to make. Some, I'm trying to show the white boy how to make some Kool Aid and some papers mm-hmm. and some papers. That was a uh, who's that little baby Joker? That was a uh, Michael Pena, isn't it? Yeah, that? I think so. Yeah. yeah, when he's young. Yeah, dude's come a long way, man. <laughs> He's actually a legit actor, but he's done some odd stuff, like, way out there. Yeah. Elastic Warrior. Elastic Warrior. I love him in, um, uh, what's the mall cop movie? Uh, Observe and Report. Observe and Report, yeah. Yeah, when he's hanging out with Seth Rogen, he's just like, dude, my favorite part is when they're interviewing old girl and Ray Liotta's in there in the cop, and he's just like, yeah, this dude out killing, and he's telling over, like, you're gonna die. <laughs> just, everyone's like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> like, no, you're making it way worse. Yeah, Obviously, man. Ant-Man. He kind of exploded with Ant-Man. Yeah. Got to be one of the three wombats. Yeah. <laughs> As Michael Douglas called him. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> into the Battle Draft Podcast. We in the system? <laughs> we in the system. Yeah, Battle Draft Podcast. We're in the system. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 52. 52. It's crazy. Moving on up. Crazy. We're in our stride. Yeah. <laughs> that runner's high. You got that, yeah. Hey, so I bet you a lot of podcasts make it like 10 episodes and they're like, fuck this. This is stupid. Yeah, man. I gotta have that longevity. Right. I just keep going. And- like I said, man, we're, we're long after we're dead. That's when that's when we'll get popular. We're Edgar Allan Poe in this shit. Okay. That's funny. That reminds me. I was, uh, where was I at? Friday. Friday I was downtown. I walked past this little uh, art gallery. Yeah. And I saw this cool painting of this crow. It was just like a square painting, probably like a... 24, 30 by 30. Sure. Uh, inch, you know, frame and just a nice crow. It's a nice painting. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I looked at it, it said $800. I'm like, that bitch is still alive. <laughs> it's got like the artist's name on there, the price and a little bit of info. I'm like, there's no way I'm paying $800 for a piece of artwork of somebody that's alive. Right. <laughs> I'm like, if this bitch died and her name started going up, I was like, I'd maybe cop that for 800 Right. like, oh, she might blow up. And this could be worth millions in the future. I'm like, yeah. It's that funny shit. Like, uh, even from that movie, it was a rock and roller. Yeah. When Johnny Quigg kept killing himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, his, uh, who was it? Uh, Jeremy Piven and Ludacris were his managers. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Johnny Quigg died like five times already. And he's like, he knows that a dead rock and roller makes way more money than a live one. Like, all his record sales yeah. were up for a little bit because everyone thought he was dead. So, <laughs> this is a crazy phenomenon in like the art world. Like, anytime an uh, artist dies, Dude, their, their record sales just blow up. Everyone goes and buys their stuff. I was at Pond America when Prince had died. Okay. Everybody was coming in. You got Purple Rain. You got movie Purple it's Rain. It's so weird. Like, it's I just, so weird. I, I need to appreciate Prince. Like, you could appreciate him yesterday. Right? Well, nobody thinking about somebody until they die. Right. Like, damn, let me go buy their movies and their music. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a weird phenomenon. 
it kind of <laughs> shows the darkness of people. Yeah, like you a think about bit. people. One piece, a lot of people think about coming up. Like, oh, let me go buy all these CDs and DVDs. And then when this person dies, I'm going to sell them. So I know it's super fucked up, but like, so you can, um, there's like this thing where you can do where like on your uh, tombstone, Mm -hmm. you can put a scanner or a barcode scanner or Mm -hmm. like something. So people can uh, take their phone out, scan your shit while they're at the cemetery, like random people. And it will actually pull up like uh, pictures of you and shit like that. And I said that I'm going to, it's going to link to our podcast online. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to start playing our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That's odd. God, that's probably going to be the future, too. Huh? Right. Oh, shit, man. What was I watching? Uh, I think I was scrolling through YouTube and found some kind of video. and Oh, I think it was Bill Burr was talking about something about... Was it Bill Burr or Patton Oswalt? I don't know who it was. Comedian was talking about... No, I think it was Patton. I watched Patton Oswalt's new stand-up. He just put it on new stand-up. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had a new stand-up. Out. It was actually... It, was, it wasn't his best. Oh, sure. It was a little dry. Like, I like Patton a lot. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know. This one was kind of... A little flat. Okay. Um, but he made a comment about how he considers himself to be, you know, progressive and forward thinking. Sure. And he could see himself in like 20 years making a joke about people not fucking their clones. <laughs> and they're like, people are going to hate on him the way, you you know, people hate on anyone who makes a joke about, you know, a female or right. transgender or anybody like that. And he's like, no, man, I'm cool. Everybody do your thing. Like, but you said that joke about fucking your clone. <laughs> fucking your clone is... That's what we do now. <laughs> it's like, it's a crazy thing to think of, but like anything is possible. Right. Like, we're going to have clones in the future. People are probably going to fuck their clones in the future. Like, it's, it's just masturbating. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> right? There's probably millions of people that think just like, how's that? Man? Yeah. I'm going to get a clone myself. Uh, yeah. Get a clone. There's probably going to be women, only fan girls out there selling clones of themselves so you can bang their clones. Right. Ooh. <laughs> It's gonna be like Rick, where you just drop like a drop of stuff on some on some flub. And it's gonna like just morph it, it into and you yeah. like five minutes into your thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you watch any time any kind of you know content, and then they talk about the future and what things could be. And it's like anything is possible. Yeah, man. I was used to wonder, you know, back you know forty years, fifty years ago, and you know what we're doing now. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, this is the height of civilization. Like, we got it the best right now. You can't get any better than this. <laughs> now, nah, look at us. Right. Well, and it's like, we watched, um, me and Kelsey watched on YouTube. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but there was, um, from like the 1960s, I think it was, they were talking about what sort of things we could see in the future. It was the scientists that were going, okay, with what we have right now, this is po- this is what we think is going to be possible in 50 years. Mm-hmm. And just some of the shit that they were like thinking about was really cool, but it's like, it didn't go that way, perhaps. Like, like one of the things they thought, like our refrigerators, we'd just be able to like hit a button and a, a meal would pop out. Okay. And then like the, um, all of like the plates would be like, uh, meltable, and then they would like instead of doing dishes, they would just melt the dishes and then reform the dishes. <laughs> so like like weird shit like that. Okay, but it was really interesting. Uh, yeah, what is that? Uh, like on Star Trek where they got their little food processors yeah. that just kind of make food out of <laughs> like protein based materials and stuff. So yes, yeah, you don't know what the future holds, man. Be just eating little clone things. meat, man. Yeah. Got clone meat already. Yeah. But uh, somebody, I think Max was telling me that 
uh, in like 10 years, you might be able to be like, go to the grocery store and be like, this is the clone meat section. Right. It's a dollar for 10 pounds of meat. Right. And here's your normal meat. And you know, motherfuckers going to be on it. Right. A dollar for 10 pounds? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I'll eat that shit. Right. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't. I mean, we're all full of plastic and chemicals anyway. Did you know Kraft Singles aren't allowed to be called single, like, cheese? Because there's not enough cheese in it to be considered cheese? That's fucked up. It shit tastes amazing, though. Delicious, though. (laughs) Like, people used to say Chicken McNuggets were chicken feet. I'm like, those are delicious chicken feet. I don't give a fuck. It's just ground up paste yeah leftover chicken byproduct <laughs> it's just a delicious who's that who's it uh cat williams did that joke about like mcdonald's out here lying to us to do our face and we didn't even have a decency to ask them what they <laughs> like if they were lying because he said something about they came out with the whole all white meat chicken breast yeah chicken strips like when they did that the yeah. buttermilk chicken strips for a while and he's like well what the hell were these old chicken nuggets made out of <laughs> That, that was white meat. Jesus. Like, we ain't even we ain't even stopped to ask questions. Like, we're just like, okay, cool. New stuff. Let's eat. So we are stupid creatures. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, we haven't gotten on a good beginning rant like that in a while. Yeah. What entertained you this week? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched Fri- uh, next Friday, Friday after next. Yeah. I watched Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Yeah, yeah, I actually really enjoyed Bullet Train. Right? Dude, I got, I got choked up when when uh, was it Lemon died and oh yeah, Tangerine was all sad. Yeah, the brothers, just, the twins. They both had like they both thought each other died, and it yeah. was just like, or, ooh, yeah, it, it reminded like, me of us. It was there's a little emotional man. It seemed like they're hitmen, but they love each other. They brothers, yeah. and they flashback to when they were growing up yeah. as kids. And yeah, we need to put a uh, best black and white. Duos Jesus. in in our draft. Okay, it must be one of our one Mel of our Gibson, drafts. Danny Glover. Yeah, Jules and uh, Vincent. R.I.P. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Is he dead? No, but I'm doing that new Twitter thing. Oh, where you could just lie about you could just lie about shit. <laughs> Jesus. Mel Gibson died after he went on his rant about Negroes and Jews. Yeah, he's still not can't. Well, I don't know. He's, he you know, he kind of. Canceled himself. Kind of quarantined himself from the public eye for a while. He'll make a comeback. He popped up. Well, he did. I think that Expendables came out after his rant. No, oh, yeah, probably. And he's made a couple movies since. Not yeah, so he's major. not canceled. Uh, he's fine. I think this is, he got it in before cancel culture. Yeah. So maybe in ten years he like, should. He can't blow up too big now. Yeah. He's just got to stay. Yeah. Flying under the radar. He'll be far. fine. If he does anything super big and gets popular, canceled, nominated for Oscar, like no, no, canceled. He got that rant. <laughs> you give away my Lakers tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, next Friday is probably my favorite. That's the next one I, Friday. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just really enjoy that one. I like that he goes to the suburbs and they're all out there doing that shit. And I think next Friday or Friday after next is probably my least favorite. Yeah, it got a little silly, a little cartoony, yeah. yeah, yeah. But still good movies. I I started watching all the diehards. Nice. And I had to go through the process of ranking them. Oh, nice. Honestly, I mean the first one's great. It's hard to between the first and third one. Yeah, that diehard with a vengeance where. Simon Simon says comes in as Hans Gruber's brother. It just it gets. Uh, 
we're, I was going to talk about it later, but it gets to where he's not just like an everyday hero in some of them. You know how like, uh, like in Die Hard, he's just a cop. He's just a New yeah. York cop that kind of gets caught in the situation. Right. Where like, it seems like in, in the other ones, he's like, he's like, a, I'm going in as a badass. Like, I don't know. That's how I've always felt, but. Well, the second one, I mean, he just got got caught up again at the yeah. airport. And, you know, he's a cop. He noticed some shit and yeah. tried to intervene. Then, yeah, at some point, it's like, I, I understand what you're saying. It's like he, his ego starts to swell with each, yeah. each, each storyline. Yeah. It's like, oh, I survived that. I can do this. <laughs> I survived that. I can do this. You know what? I'm going to go to Russia and start some shit. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think he's still, in everyone, he keeps his, like, cop demeanor. was like, he just... Just trying to do right and do things, you know. I mean, I think in each one he's dealing with the family issue, like he's dealing with his wife for the yep. first two. Um, he's still, you know, his wife's still issuing the third one, then he's dealing with you got Sam Jackson. Yep. And he's just trying to, you know, figure this thing out like deep down he's a good cop and he's trying to help and do right. <clears throat> but yeah, he keeps getting into like more serious <laughs> stuff. You're like, really, John McClane? Like <laughs> and he keeps surviving more and more crazy yeah, shit. You are a New York street cop, sir. <laughs> he's a detective. Yeah. He's a detective. Yeah, when they, uh, was it the third one, when they jumped from that bridge to that boat on Yo. that cable? Like, come on, man. Like, the one dude got cut in half, the bad guy. Yep. They fell from that bridge off that cable, just, uh, mm. yeah, they did some extreme stuff. Yeah, if you want, we can get into Die Hard. It could be a shorter episode. We get we could do top seven Christmas movies. There's a lot of Christmas fucking movies, man. There's a lot, but I feel like I don't, I haven't watched a lot. Oh, like, I have my ones that, <clears throat> from growing up, and then, I think my list is only, like, 11 or 12. Okay. I got 15 that I put on there. I probably could have put like, more. These are the ones I actually watched because I know there's a ton out there that I'm just like, eh. Sure. I watched it, but. It wasn't that great. Didn't do anything for me. <laughs> didn't give you the Christmas spirit? No. <laughs> didn't give you the Holy Ghost? <laughs> I'm putting uh, Violent Nights in new one. <laughs> it's on my list. Shit. <laughs> That'll be, I'll have to be go-to every year. Oh, yeah. Night. Yes. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do let's do Die Hard. We're gonna do a Die Hard. Cool. We're jumping into a Die Hard. <laughs> We're jumping into a Die Hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Die Hard, first one, nineteen eighty eight. No, ninety. Ninety. Mm-hmm. It's a nineties movie. Nineties okay. action flick. What year was it? Ninety. Ninety. Oh, nineteen ninety. All right. I saw something that said eighty eight. I'm pretty sure I looked it up. Yeah, I believe you. John McClane, played by the legendary Bruce Willis. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> We're just killing everybody. <laughs> oh, it is 88. I'm sorry. Yeah, you fucker. My bad. Dumb twat. I think it must have looked at the second one. That's 1990. Sorry. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so John McClane. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. R.I.P. John McClane. <laughs> goes out to uh, L.A. He, he is actually very sick. He yes, has that. That's what I'm saying. We shouldn't joke about that because he's messed up. Uh, so John McClane flies out to LA, go see his wifey. She's a big wig at Nakatomi Enterprises. She does not like him. And she likes him. They're just she invited him out, and she told, said that she missed him. Yeah, she invited him to come stay at the house. But they're they're estranged. They're, yeah, they there's it's complicated. Yeah. There's, t- there's tension in the yeah. marriage. Goes to see his wife. She changed the, for reasons. She said it was under Japanese protocol, and she changed her name to Gennaro. Oh, sure. So in the beginning, instead of McLean, and that set him off. And he's like, "What the fuck? You changed your name back to Gennaro? Oh, we're not gonna have this fight." And then Hans Gruber shows up and lays waste to the party. And 
so yeah, basically Hans Gruber comes through. They're posing as terrorists, but really they're just high end thieves and yeah. come to steal a bunch of negotiable bear bonds. I think it was what I can't remember the total like five hundred million, six hundred million. Yeah, it was six hundred. Sh- it was a shit ton. It was like six hundred million in bear bonds from the Nakatomi Plaza Corporation, whatever, whatever. And it was a good scheme, good plan. Yeah. Until you know, throw your monkey ranch, John, monkey ranch John McClane in there. And yeah. Everything goes tits up. Dude's just crawling through vents and shit. So, <laughs> I had to laugh in the beginning um, when uh, Hans Gruber's crew comes through. Yep. And they, they kill that first guard, the shoot him in the head at the desk. Yep. There's that one guard down by the um, the elevators. And uh, old boy Carl, the crazy uh, Viking Norwegian dude, yep. he throws that little flashbang, that little hockey puck, <laughs> and they like bang smokes. So yep. I'm like... That was super unnecessary. He could have just turned the corner and shot, dude. He could have, yeah. Like, he didn't need that distraction. That dude was not on point. Yeah. He was leaning up against the wall, picking his fingernails. And it, it's a, he, he didn't seem like a super security guard. And the fact that he didn't hear that gunshot, even though it was a silencer. Right. Like, this isn't your top flight security of the world, Greg. <laughs> it's uh, one of those things that unnecessary uh, gadgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in movies, like, oh, we want him to use this, so let's just slide that shit. Right. Showing that they got stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so unnecessary. I like it. <laughs> and then, um, I think last time I watched Die Hard, maybe a couple years ago, maybe two or three years ago, is... You don't watch it every Christmas? Uh, uh, I might have missed it last couple. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I watched last I couple. Did, after <clears throat> this, we do have to debate if it's a Christmas movie. Um, I finally... Clock that that was uh one of the henchmen in uh Hans's crew is uh that's Vigo. No, oh, yeah, from Ghostbusters yeah. too. Uh, yeah. what's his name? Wilhelm. Yeah, Wilhelm von Hamburg. <laughs> and and obviously Hans is played by Severus Snape, yes, aka yes. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I kept putting the shave him up and put the black hair on him. Yeah, like, oh, that's Snape. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting crew. Um. It was, it was a super diverse crew. Like, they got the black... Yep. The black computer technician. All the rest were, like, European guys. But then they had, uh... Oh, boy, Endo from, uh... Lethal Weapon 1, the Chinese cat. Oh, yep, yep, yep. He had the mustache, the bald head, the Fu Manchu. But he didn't have any speaking lines. He just got killed real quick. Yeah. But he, he played a bad... Like, he was like a henchman in a bunch of 90s movies. Just henchman number two. <laughs> you don't even have name tag. Just fall down. <laughs> you know who I am. Oh... Uh, I love when when uh, when uh Mr. Takashi Takashi oh, I forget his name I think it was Takashi they brought uh Bruce Willis in to go find Holly and then when there was office an old boy uh Ellis was just doing blow on there oh yeah and, like the boss knew he's like hey Ellis this is uh Holly's husband the cop <laughs> want to clean your fucking nose up yeah <laughs> like he knows his man's doing blow yeah. in there. Like yeah, it's, it's the eighties. Like yeah, everybody does it. They do it in the office or corporate. That's what we do. I'm Japanese. I don't do it. But go ahead, white man. So Cat <laughs> Williams said, "You know I can see you, right?" Just dumb. <laughs> and then it was funny. I noticed that I feel like every dude was trying to bang Holly. Oh, absolutely. Like obviously, I mean she's cute, and like Ellis was trying to smash. Obviously, that's McLean's wife. Then uh, when Hans first came up, he kind of looked at her. and Paused like before they kind of yeah. made acquaintances. He looked at her like, "Yeah, I'd smash." <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, it's like they kept her shirt kept coming loose yep, up, and yep. there's some old titty meat coming out, and 
seeing the little things popped up. I was like, okay, Holly getting all sexy and shit. <laughs> Trying to distract the terrorists with your little itty bitty titties. Your, your, your itty balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's, a little, she's a little cute pie. Like, like Bill Burr said, there's every woman knows they have that card that they can play right. where they can fuck they their way out of a situation. <laughs> yes, always that. What else was popping off? Did you notice um, there's a guy and one of the cops when uh, Carl Winslow after he after he calls in the police and everybody gets there? Yeah, there's a one guy that shows up. He's on a dispatcher. He has like a headset on most of the time. He's actually a cop in the third Die Hard. Oh, really? His name's Ricky in the third one. He actually has a speaking line. He's a New York detective. I don't know how they got that crossover. Like, oh, you were in the first Die Hard. Like, nobody will really remember you. He worked hard. Yeah. Like, he had a couple of lines where he said, like, this, like, repeated what something said, somebody had said. But then he was, like, one of the, he was kind of a person of note in the third one because he got killed. And one of the terrorists took his badge and was wearing it. Oh, sure, it. sure. And McLean recognized his badge when they were in the elevator going in the bank. Yeah. He was like, oh, that's my homeboy's badge number what? And then he took out all the terrorists before they, yeah. got, before they got the drop on him. <clears throat> um, I really like the part where, because John McLean never seen Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. And they have that meetup and he pulls out the American accent. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, God. Uh, oh, <laughs> Help me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. They're one of them. Don't kill me. <laughs> Shut up. Like, come on, man. You the, you seen all the terrorists running around clean. This dude's in barefoot, tank top, beat up. Right. Up. Right. Like, yeah. John, John knew from the jump. <laughs> I thought it was clever, though, that they made um, Hans Gruber. Like, I don't know how, but he paid attention to... The names, because when dude asked him what his name was, he said his name was Bill Clay. Yeah. And it was on the registry right there. Oh, sure. So I don't know if he clocked that. And so I think that was pretty smart that they gave, you know, Gruber that wherewithal to lie and come up with a good name. Right. And like McLean was checking that shit out and saw it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like his accent was kind of slipping though when they were smoking and he was kind of just talking. Oh, casually. sure, sure. I was like, eh, I still hear some of that German coming out. Boy. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I know, it, was, it was a good scene. It's a great scene. No doubt. I was just being hypercritical. Yeah. Obviously, the crawling through the vents is uh, a big uh, iconic scene. Yeah. That shit's always good. Um, I like the part when Carl comes back, like, after the third time trying to kill McLean, <laughs> and he just rages. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, God, he's pissed. Holly's <laughs> like, yeah, John's still alive. Only he could piss somebody off like that. <laughs> That's a smooth spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's still alive. He's still doing his thing. That's job. And I know I've talked about it <clears throat> in previous episodes, but the famous scene of uh, Hans Gruber's death, um, how they shot it is they told him they were going to drop him on three, mm-hmm. and they dropped him on one, I think. Okay. So he got that that's real, real scaredness. Uh, did they legit drop him on something? Or? Yeah, it was probably like a 20-foot thing okay. that they... To like an airbag? Yeah, or something. something like that. With, cool. Yeah. But yeah, they, they it was on the movies that made us on okay. Netflix. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's real fear in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Love movies that can produce some real, yeah, some real, real emotions, real emotions, real acting. Yeah, real, real acting, acting motherfuckers. Yeah. Real fake acting. <laughs> <laughs> we actors, we out here on the beach acting like it's warm, but it's cold as fuck. <laughs> We soft as baby shit, man. 
So uh, R.I.P. to Daniel Craig, <laughs> Craig Robinson. Like I said, man, he's the only one that I truly believe is eating that Pizza Hut. Oh, he's getting fatter every commercial, man. <laughs> Sponsorship. Yeah. He's the only one I believe. I don't believe Chris Hemsworth's drinking Coke or <laughs> Pepsi or whatever the fuck. I don't think shit. Who was doing Mountain Dew for a while? Charlie Day was sponsoring Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that motherfucker ain't drinking that. They're all skinny. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah, yeah he looks like he's eating Pizza Hut for real. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, John McClane gets in there and thwarts the bad guys and yeah. kills everybody and. They have a nice sentimental moment where Carl Winslow pulls out his gun for the first time since shooting a kid, and he felt that close and bonded to John McClane through their ordeal that he pulled pulled his gun, man, and killed yeah. Carl and had a nice little six shooter. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, happy ending, man. Yeah. And I gotta say, this this did it for me. This sealed it for me. I know uh Bruce Willis went on record to say that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Right. And this was like a couple years Yeah, ago. this is the big debate. Like, you can literally... There's I'm going to tell you what seals it for me. What's At the right? end of the movie... Started snowing? No. no. End of the movie, John McClane, star of the movie, says Merry Christmas. That's it. <laughs> nice. End of the movie. You end a movie with a Merry Christmas from your star? That's that's it. Okay. That's it. It's a Christmas movie. So many Christmas themes, Christmas music. There's Christmas... So here's 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 my... Here's my... Why I think it's a Christmas movie. It takes place on Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's Christmas music... In the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least, like, I think three or four songs. Mm-hmm. Um, there is... I, I screenshotted some. And this is the big one. Like I said, it's, I think the snow... The, the Merry Christmas at the end, that's huge. Mm-hmm. It starts to snow at the end of the movie. What's more magical than that? Mm-hmm. Just the, the... Oh, it's snowing. And in 2016... Dish Network, 1.3 million Americans watch Die Hard on Christmas Eve. <laughs> stats don't fucking lie. There you go. Can't argue with stats, man. 1.3 million? Hard facts. That's a Christmas movie. For I don't sure. give a fuck. I, I agree with you, man. Yeah. Christmas time. And there's Christmas themes throughout it because he killed dude and um, what he had, ho, ho, ho on his shirt. Right. And, like he was wearing a Christmas shirt. Right. There's Christmas themes all throughout it. <laughs> It's a Christmas movie. It is definitely. I would honestly four four and a half four and a half battle axes. I think it's just outside of my top fifty. Yeah, nothing. No, you don't have a, a rating for it. Oh shit, I'm tripping. Uh, yeah, four. It's, it's four to five. Four to five. Battles. Four to five. Yeah. Just outside of your top fifty. I mean, like you said, it's one of those movies that made us for me anyway. Yeah, grow watching. It's just a classic. Good movie, man. Yeah. Is there any lives that you can really destroy? I mean, because there's sequels. I know, there's too many sequels and they keep dealing with everybody. Um, I mean, you don't have to destroy lives every week, man. It is Christmas. You can give people some breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do that? (laughs) Cut them a break? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just like, you know, some movies, you just can't ruin their lives. They just, they go into bigger and better things. I liked it. Well, in the second one, he becomes an L.A. cop. Yeah. So he transferred out to L.A., so he reconciled with his wife, was with the wife and kids. So they did good. Yeah. And then he went back to New York, or how did he end up, they were flying to New York for something. Sure. I haven't seen number two in for fucking ever. Because he was in the New York airport, LaGuardia, or yeah. whatever, I think. Dulles, Dulles. Sure. Or something. But JF- he's back in the East Coast. He's back in the East Coast. I forgot what for. 
and Holly was flying in. Oh, that was another thing. Her name was Holly. That was another reason it's a Christmas movie. Holly. Yeah. Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah. Okay. That it's just the article that I read. Deck the halls with bells of Holly. <laughs> <laughs> with them Holly titty balls. Yeah. <laughs> what are we? Uh, what are we gonna watch next week? It's your pick. Oh, uh, we're still doing Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. I know. We're doing Muppet Christmas. Yes. Carol. Yes, we are. <laughs> Fuck Muppet yes. Christmas. Muppet Christmas Carol next week. Fuck yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's on uh, Disney Plus too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Love that movie. Yes, yes. That's a classic. Like you said, it's weird. We were going two weeks in yeah, a row. two weeks in a row. Seven days, not enough time to digest. Yeah. Or ingest <laughs> some new content. <laughs> Something. New old content. Right. And it's it's holiday time. It gets tough. Yeah. I did right. I did really like uh, Kevin's idea for our end of the year draft. What's that? The top, uh, top five things that entertained us through the year. This oh, year. yeah. And that's a reoccurring one we could do every yeah, year. Every year. Just wrap the year up. Yeah. Right on. Battle Draft Reviews of the Year. Right on, right on. So, we can look forward to that one. Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. We'll be coming to you next episode. <laughs> That's uh, Nigel Powers. Uh, what's his name? Kane. Um, Alfred. Alfred. Kane. Uh, Kane. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Yeah, yeah. There we go. He looked old as shit in that movie, too. How old yeah, is that motherfucker? Good makeup, makeup man. <laughs> <clears throat> So, All right, win the draft. You got first pick. I do have first pick. We're drafting the top. I think top seven. Let's go top seven Christmas movies. Top six. Let's meet in the middle. Top six Christmas movies. Fine, we'll go six. Top six Christmas movies. All righty. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and a happy New Year. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let's go with number one pick, Christmas Vacation. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do I've watched that movie since since dating Kelsey and now marrying Kelsey? It is. We watch. She wants to watch it like three times a year during okay. Christmas. So. Okay. It's grown on me. It's. I'll take Die Hard. Okay. <laughs> that is probably my most consistent Christmas movie. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, good pick. Like you said, it does qualify as a Christmas movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. It's it's easily in my top fifty movies. <laughs> Even though I just seen it, Violent Night. Yeah. It please go watch it. It was so fucking good. If they make a sequel, I will Fucking go see it immediately. <laughs> it it probably would be one of those ones that it's better as just a one off. But goddamn, yeah, if they definitely. made a sequel, it would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, number two is gonna have to be. Um, I'm gonna go with the original Grinch movie. Okay. Oh, Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah. He's creepy. He's creepy as fuck. Yes. Alrighty, with my third pick, Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Gotta take it. Mm-hmm. Shit's classic. I see you. It's Marley and Marley. Mm-hmm. Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> Let's go with uh, The Night Before. Oh, very good. Yes, that was on my list. <coughs> Their fellowship, the three homies, <laughs> was destroyed and rebuilt all in one night. Right? <laughs> Honestly... 
You know the most underrated character in that fucking movie is the teacher. The teacher? Yeah. The night before? The teacher they kept buying weed from? Oh, Michael Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, every fucking scene he's in. Yeah, he kind of steals it. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that, was Chris, that was Santa Claus's son. <laughs> that could be a ragging though. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's, what's the quote? People say my 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 calm disposition is very off putting or something like that. <laughs> something like that. I have to watch that. Oh yeah, that's I love that fucking movie. Um, let's go with the uh, number four pick, Gremlins. Really, you got that on your Christmas list? Yeah, okay. He gets them for Christmas. Um, Christmas get plenty of Christmas music in there. Gizmo rides around. He has a Santa hat on. Yeah. Is that all that needs to be a Christmas movie? Qualify as just I don't know. at Christmas time with Christmas decor and Christmas music? Does it's that make a, a Christmas movie? I guess. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. who, who? I guess I, on the Battle Draft podcast, we get to decide what a Christmas movie is. True. True. <laughs> it's our world. It is our world. I've always considered that like a half Christmas, half Halloween movie, I guess. Yeah. But I would even consider it more a Christmas movie than like a Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, three, uh, all right, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Home Alone two. No, very good. I, I like the second one because he uh, when he's hanging out with the pigeon lady, I like her. Oh, sure. And then he's much more violent, and the traps are <laughs> much more devastating in the second one. <laughs> Did you like my uh, text that I sent to the group? Yes. Let me find it real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. It says, remember, Kevin McAllister could have phoned the police at any time. He was a child who was accidentally left alone. One call, he would have been safe, but it was never about safety. He was hunting those men. He wanted them to die. It was fun for him. He enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. He is kind of a psychopath. Yeah. I wish he'd do a new one. Yeah. Or come back for a Home Alone and just... They did that commercial that was funny, but... Yeah. They could could do a... Where did I see... Or something on YouTube where he made a bunch of series of videos of, like, Kevin McAllister growing up. Yeah. Like, Macaulay Culkin jumped in on it. He's like, this is what Kevin is like now. (laughs) Like, those events scarred him. Yeah. He's like a deranged person. Is Joe Pesci still alive? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, they can do it. (laughs) Eh, They might be getting too old. Yeah, have uh, the sticky bandits. Marvin Harry be like uh, rehab counselors for like teens. <laughs> right, look, man, you don't want to end up like this one kid we knew. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On oh, me? Uh, no, you just took Home Alone. Oh yeah. Uh, I gotta go with the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version. Okay. Um, I do really enjoy the cartoon. I really, really do, but. The Jim Carrey versions is fantastic. And there's a bunch of like little dumb stuff in there that cracks me the fuck up. Like, did you know? So when he pulls the sheet off of the table, um, and all the stuff stays standing, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't supposed to it wasn't supposed to happen like that. It, all the stuff was supposed to fall. Yeah. But he accidentally did it where everything <laughs> stayed, so then he went and knocked it all down. <laughs> and they left that in there. Like just t- tons of good shit like that. Nice. I know that. Yeah, I just seen something that said, uh, the Grinch, the more I get older, I realize the Grinch didn't hate Christmas. He just hates people. And I can <laughs> I can get on board with that. <laughs> Harold and Kumar Christmas. There you go. That's a good one. thought you were gay. Hey, gay for that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, uh, NPH in those is just fantastic. He is. He's a fantastic character. And then they brought in uh, Danny Trejo as a dad. Yes. Yep. I love Danny Trejo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Last pick for me. Man. All right. This might actually be a shocker. Four Christmases with uh, Vince Vaughn and um, Reese with Witherspoon. I don't know if I've watched all Dude, that. that shit is pretty funny. Vince Vaughn's character, uh, his his mom, because all the both parents are divorced, and basically they uh, every year they say that they can't make it in. They go on vacation. They go on like a nice vacation. It's just these two single people, <laughs> and uh, Vince Vaughn's mom is actually dating his best friend from high school. <laughs> so wow. it's super awkward when he goes there. The dad, they're like kind of rednecky and shit like that, and they're all fucked up and. Reese Witherspoon's mom, I think they're like super rich, but she's just a bitch. And it's a good movie. You should watch it. It's pretty fantastic. Okay. But there's some good laughs in there. Okay. John Far- Farvo or whatever. Favreau. Favreau. He's in there. He cracks me up. What's the name? Swingers? Yeah. If I remember correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> you got one more pick? Yep. Christmas story. It's the Christmas story? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ralphie. You'll shoot your eye out? Yeah. Little bunny costume. I always wanted that leg lamp. <laughs> Jesus, I get. You never think, told me that. I think I, I, could, I, shit. Could, I almost talked mom into getting that at one point. Dude, I I'll, like, I'll get you that shit. Mom would have got. I don't want it now. Oh, it was a long time ago. No, you're getting one now. No, next I, Christmas. I don't want that shit. Next Christmas, I don't want that shit. I'm gonna throw it in the trash. <laughs> well, if I get you like a mini version of it, maybe a mini one, <laughs> like a little four inch, <laughs> five inch, something. I'm sure you get it on Amazon fairly easily. <laughs> yes. That's a classic. Like when he beats up beats up the bully and he's cussing his ass off and the bully went and snitches like yeah. a punk. Little redheaded bastard. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing they were they did another one. The kid's all grown up now and yeah. I, like I, I don't know what it's on. Don't like it. HBO maybe? Don't want to watch it. No. The dude looks exactly the same. It's fucking weird. It's Ralphie. Oh, Fudge. <laughs> but uh, I didn't say fudge. <laughs> and then obviously the sticking, the tongue sticking to the pole. Yeah, that's classic. Ugh. I used to do that when I was a kid, put it in the freezer on the little metal bar. Jesus. I've done it a couple times. Never got stuck stuck. Oof. I always had some warm water. Right there. Right there. So just I in could, case. Yeah. I don't know why I like doing that. Jesus. There's something wrong with me. You end up like dumb and dumber. Yeah. We do it on Oh, look, frost. <laughs> What are we doing honorables? Uh, read your list first. All right. Die Hard, the original, Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The cartoon. Night, animated. Yeah. yeah. The Night Before with, uh, who was it? Jorson Gordon-Lovitz. Joseph Gordon-Lovitz and uh, Anthony Mackie. Black Falcon. Black Falcon. <laughs> Put me some Black Falcon. <laughs> Home Alone 2, the more violent version. Harold and Kumar Christmas and the classic Christmas story. Sweet. I had, in no particular order, uh, Jim Carrey's Grinch, uh, Christmas Vacation, uh, Violent Night, Muppets Christmas Carol, Gremlins, and Four Christmases. See them honorables. Had Muppet Christmas Story, had Jim Carrey's The Grinch, had Christmas Vacation, Home Alone 1 and 2. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Obviously, my emo emo kidness would have to put mm-hmm. that on there. Uh, the movie Scrooge with Bill Murray. Sure. Yep. I think anything that makes fun of uh, the original Christmas 
Carol story. Sure. That goes with the three ghosts and all that <laughs> shit. It's funny. Uh, Friday After Next was on my list. It was a dumb Christmas movie. <laughs> the Night Before and Violent Night. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Holiday. Um, that's like my one lovey-dovey, real nice Christmas story. That's Cameron Diaz, Jack Black. It's other people. Um, it's just it's just a nice story. Uh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold, where he has to get Robo Man. Yeah, that one's good. I used to watch that Office Christmas Party. That shit was fantastic. Oh, I forgot about that. One. Yeah, yeah, Office Christmas Party is really yes, good. That was funny. Everybody gets all high on cocaine, and uh, the one goofy black dude yeah. shows up as the DJ. Oh yeah, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a funny joint. I forgot about that. Um, who's uh, T.J. Miller? T.J. Miller is the main dude, yeah, and um, who's Jason the, Bateman. Jason Bateman, yeah, yeah. There you go. Except it had Olivia Munn in there. Oh I'll, yeah, that's where she I'll is in there. Yeah, I actually didn't mind her in that movie. She was fine. Yeah, yeah. she just yeah. 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 <laughs> what are we gonna draft next week? Um, I had pulled up. Uh, unless you got something else you want to do, uh, top five female lead characters. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Is that is it any particular reason? No, just something pulled up. Right now. Not not any comment that you made to me before the podcast started. <laughs> I had this drawn up last week. Oh, okay. It was just sitting up here. It was actually on the back of the one card, last card. Uh, so. Okay. No, there's no reason. I have no motivation for that. <laughs> are we sure yes positive are you gonna just draft males <laughs> women can't be leads in movies <laughs> any movie with a woman lead sucks no I'm gonna do this honestly sincerely possibly <laughs> I know your tricks uh, Let's wrap this up. I got a dookie. Alright. <laughs> so, Christmas Carol and le- female leads next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Battle Draft Podcast. Uh, if you want to email us at battledraftpodcast.com at gmail.com or battledraftpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. While that's still alive and kind of running. <laughs> and uh, other than that, thank you very much. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. That's great. That's just fucking great, man. How the fuck are we supposed to-